Welcome to the Plus 6 Podcast. My name is Pete and I go by the name of AFR Ratings Pete on Twitter. Joining me on episode 22 as co-host is a man you know on Twitter as JeppyDT. Welcome to the show, Jep. Thanks for having me, Pete. We kicked off Jep as juniors yesterday. Now we've got the Value Podcast. What are your thoughts heading into this one? Yeah, well, with limited rookie picks around, buddy, there's um, we've got to look at these value picks. So this is arguably more important than the, uh, the juniors podcast. Today, I will run through the value picks for the early part of the 2020 home and away season. Of course, based on player availability, make necessary adjustments. There will be three groups of players. Firstly, players priced between 170 and 299k. Then players between 300 and 599k. And finally, players 600k plus. Within those price brackets, we will split those into positions. If you have a higher or lower season projection than what I do, just make an adjustment as you go. Players located in the lower price bracket obviously have a far greater value rating. Let's kick off this, Jep. 170k to 299k. Marley and Pickett, I've got a price for 170k. His projection at 70, a value rating of 41.2. Next up, Tyler Brown, 170K, 55 projection, 32.4 value rating. Matty Rowell, 270K, 85 projected, 31.5 value rating. Devin Robinson, 228K, 65 projection, 28.5 rating. Tom Green, 252K, 70 projection, Value rating at 27.8k. Harry Scharenberg, 224k. 60 projection, 26.8k. Ned McHenry, 170k price. 45 projection, 26.5 value rating. Justin McInerney, 170k. 45 projection, 26.5 value rating. Jeremy Sharp, 218k. 55 projection, 25.2 value rating. Noah Anderson, 268K, 60 projection, 22.4 value rating. Thompson Dow, 230K, 50 projection, 21.7 value rating. Caleb Sarong, 256K, 55 projection, value rating 21.5. And finally to wrap up the midfielders, Dylan Stevens, 262k, 55 projection, 21.0 value rating. Jep, who is the pick of the bunch there for you? Oh, obviously it's got to be Marlene Pickett and, and Rao there with their scoring projections and their ratings. But look, I think we've got a lot of good midfield rookie options this season. For sure. On to the defenders. Jared Brander, 217k, 55 projection, 25.3 value rating. Will Gould. 220k, 55 projection, 25.0 value rating. Brandon Stasevich, 189k, 45 projection, 23.8 value rating. Tom Williamson, 251k, 55 projection, value rating at 21.9. Hayden Young, 258k, 55 projection, 21.3 value rating. Lockie Ash, 264k, 55 projection, 20.8 value rating. Who is your pick there, Jep? 
Yeah, this is where it gets a bit hard, doesn't it? You've got to really go by job security, but I still think Hayden Young's the pick of the bunch there for me. For sure. Onto the rucks, Darcy Cameron, 170k, 65 projection, value rating at 38.2. Sam Naismith, 284k, 65 projection, 22.9 value rating. Luke Jackson, 266k, projection 50, value at 18.8. Jet, we've got three options there. Who's your pick? Oh, it's Naismith, isn't it? Can't be anyone else, really. Onto the forward line, Connor Bruderick. 170k, 65 projection, 38.2 value rating. Curtis Taylor, 170k, 60 projection, 35.3 value rating. Max King, 170k, 50 projection, 29.4 value rating. Isaac Rankin, 170k, 45 projection, 26.5 value rating. Sam Flanders, 250k, 60 projection, 24.0 value rating. Mitch Georgie Artis, 236k, 50 projection, 21.2 value rating. Jack Money, 204k, 40 projection, 19.6 value rating. Jacob Townsend, 266k, 50 projection, 18.8 value rating. Jeb, who do you like there? Oh, it's, look, it's Taylor, Buderick and Rankin for me. I think um, they can produce the best scores from from the lot. And, um, yeah, they've got a pretty decent job security as well. It's just um, making sure they stay fit and, and getting their role on field or down pat. As we roll out others through this podcast, obviously the lower price players, the value rating is quite high. That is due to the salary inefficiencies. Into the next bracket, Jep, we go 300k to 599k in the midfield. We have Jai Caldwell, 310k, 55 projection, 17.7 value rating. Jackson Haitley, midfield, 456k, projection at 80, 17.5 value rating. Andrew McGrath, 554k, 95 projection, 17.1 value rating. Quinton Narkel, 497k, 85 projection, 17.1 value rating. Patrick Wilson, 328k, 55 projection, 16.8 value rating. Jack Ross, 419k, projection 70, value rating at 16.7. Rupert Wills, 458k, projection 75, value rating at 16.4. Jet, we've got some midfielders there. Who's you like? Yeah, for me, it's Narkel. I reckon he's got a big year ahead. Um, he's going to play a prolific midfield role for Geelong. Um, and I think Narkel's a really good bet. On to defenders. Dylan Robertson, 327k, projection 70, value rating at 21.4. Stephen Hill, 428k, 90 projection, 21.0 value rating. Isaac Cumming, 314k, 60 projection, 19.1 value rating. Jack Lukosius, 388k, projection 70, value rating at 18.0. John Noble, 400k, projection 70, value rating at 17.5. Sam Doherty, 563k, 95 projection, value rating at 16.9. Grant Birchall, 428k, Projection 70, 
value rating 16.4. Jet, we've got Doherty in there. Any others that you like? Oh, look, Doherty Robinson, for sure. Um, an outsider that I really do like is Isaac Cumming, who I don't think a lot of people have jumped onto, given his job security concerns. But I think he can score really, really well in the early rounds and, and give us a quick cash injection. Um, and he's one I'm looking at for my D6 spot. Into the ruck situation at this price bracket between 300 and 599k, we've got John O'Patton, 366k, projection 65, value rating at 17.8. And Sam Jacobs at 514k, projection 90, value rating at 17.5. Jeb, Sam Jacobs, is he standing out for you still? Yeah, he still stands out, and he's the, he's the guy to um to be looking at as a value pick in your ruck. Onto the forwards. Lockie Schultz, 320k, projection 70, value rating at 21.9. Brett Bewley, 367k, projection 65. Value rating at 17.7. Josh Kennedy, West Coast. 401k, projection 70. Value rating at 17.5. Andrew Brayshaw, 516k, projection 90. Value rating 17.4. Chase Jones, 318k, projection 55. Value rating at 17.3. Tom McDonald, Melbourne. 473k, projection 80. Value rating at 16.9. Tyson Stengel, 327k. Projection, 55. Value rating at 16.8. Darcy Fogarty, 361k. Projection, 60. Value rating at 16.6. Bailey Smith, Western Bulldogs. 513k. Projection, 85. Value rating at 16.6. Ben Long. 392k, projection 65, value rating at 16.6. Riley West, 302k, 50 projection, 16.6, value rating. Braden Ham, 303k, projection 50, value rating at 16.5. Ben Keys, 338k, projection 55, value rating at 16.3. Tom Lynch, Richmond, 463k projection 75 value rating at 16.2 jet we've got a couple of key forwards in there josh kennedy and tom lynch obviously they're popping up in the value ratings here and as you notice once we start to hit this price bracket the value ratings start to get limited but they're definitely some options worth considering yeah, and I think we spent a bit of time going through these just a bit in broader terms because this is where I think a, the best value is is still presented. Um, we're about limiting risk with, we, you know, not having the rookie picks necessarily. We, we need to get those mid-prices um, that are going to be prolific for the year. So Lockie Shorts I like a lot. You know, he's got that small forward role locked down for Fremantle um, and he's pushed out um, young Matera as a result of that. But his work rate has been enormous in the Marsh series. Um, and I, you know, it's it just stands out to me watching him. So I'm loving picking Lockie Shorts at the moment. I think Brayshaw out of Fremantle, again, new role, bigger role, um, He's going to be scoring pretty pretty well, and I think he is a pretty much a lot for most this year, and and should be considered. I also like Bailey Smith, given his um, his tackling um, numbers and and his ability to win the ball amongst the Bulldogs' high possession game plan. They're the three I like the most. 
I'd probably throw in Ben Long at the moment um, as a bit of an outsider, given what he's done at halfback for the St Kilda. Um, and then there's Brett Bewley, who I don't think will score great, but it still has got a, looks to have that outside wing role locked in early for um, for Fremantle as well. So there's a lot of value in these in these mid price picks in the forward line, um, and we need to to acknowledge that to our listeners. And um, they're, they're my the ones I like the most. I've just highlighted. The key, obviously, is still there in that price bracket. Jeb is job security, especially when you're paying up. Yeah, we don't lock in these players without being 100% sure their job security is is there. So, um, no, that's just that's just too risky um, and, not, and not wise um, fantasy coaching. Onto the 600k plus price bracket in the midfield, Tom Mitchell 671k projection 105 value rating at 15.6. Jack Viney 611k. Projection 95, value rating at 15.5. Dan Hanbury, 622k, projection 95, value rating at 15.3. Stephen Canelio, 769k, projection 115, value rating at 15.0. Will Brody, 612k, projection 90, value rating at 14.7. David Swallow, 652k, projection 95, value rating 14.6. Angus Brayshaw, 653k, projection 95, value rating 14.5. Brad Hill, 658k, projection 95, value rating at 14.4. Jacob Hopper, 695k, projection 100, value rating at 14.4. Taylor Adams, 706k, projection 100, value rating at 14.2. Sean Higgins, 707k, projection 100, value rating at 14.1. Jep, what are your thoughts there? Look, I think Tom Mitchell is a lot for many, um, and there's no doubt about what he can produce. I think Canelo is another one, given he's one of those underpriced premiums that, that is going to stand up during the year, especially he's, he's probably going to play a little bit more midfield time with Taranto's injury. Um, loving Jack Viney and what he's done in the preseason, and um, but I think he's a high-risk pick because I don't... I can't remember a season where Jack Viney's been a consistent scorer, so just keep that in mind. I also like Will Brody. I think another year, another preseason, a young up-and-coming midfielder, this could be it. So um, big, consistent scores in you know hitting three figures too so yeah they're the ones i like buddy jet we just have one defender popping in this value rating it's Brody smith 646k projection 100 and the value rating was 15.5 your thoughts on Brody smith for the year yeah Brody is an interesting one um it looks like he's going to play a midfield role and hopefully with a new coach that does come to fruition um but i think he's he does his best work for the Crows as a halfback flank. Um, he's got such a long penetrating kick. That's where he gets the most value for his for his team there. Um, so, look, nevertheless, I, I haven't been big on Brody Smith's numbers, but I am big on him this year. I think he's another underpriced premium. I think he will be a top six defender when the year's out. And um, for that reason, I'm highly considering starting with him in round one. In this value bracket... There are no rucks. So it's probably time to discuss Max Gorn and Brody Grundy. We've previously talked about the pair, 
So what are your thoughts? Obviously, the higher price, the lesser value that they are. Your thoughts there, Jeff? Yeah, so Gorn, Gorn's obviously presents the most value because they're probably going to average around the same. Predicting that average is, is the big question and how they start the season is the other big question. So, uh, you know, I've been debating with you over previous podcasts of what Brodie Grundy's going to start the year with. Um, we won't get into that again, but I'll just maintain that I think there's no way Brodie Grundy will start the season, um, you know, with scores 120 plus. I, I'm, I'm expecting a little dip for various reasons. Um, and then I see there for the pick in Max Gorn. You know, Max Gorn in March too showed no signs of his knee injury. He moved very freely. Um, he's got a low ownership. And I don't think the difference in picking Brody Grundy and Gorn is, is limited. You know, everyone's like, well, what about the VC? Who are you going to put as your VC? And, you know, he could go big. He does have a high ceiling. Yes, he does. But I'm picking other midfielders with a high ceiling as well. I'm well aware that Collingwood played, you know, two of the... Um, two of the Thursday night games in the first four rounds, and that's why everyone's sort of tending to go back to Grundy. But I still think, you know, we're, we've narrowed in on our options on, on the VC pick um, or just going straight out captain. Um, how many times last year we actually kept our VC pick? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I'm about maximising my value on field, and I just think... Starting with Brody Grundy comes at a risk, yes, but um, I'm, I want to limit my rookies on field, and to do that, um, I have to have max or value picks elsewhere, and that's why you know Gorn's ahead of Grundy. There are three forwards here: Jack Martin, 619k, projection 95, value rating at 15.3; Darcy McPherson, 648k, projection 95, value rating 14.7. And Jack Stephen, 653k, projection 95, value rating 14.5. Jep, your thoughts on those three? Yeah, Jack Martin and Jack Stephen um, for me. I think Jack Martin has clearly been identified as um, as a midfielder for Carlton. You know, even though he's going to be an outside midfielder, he's still they still want the ball in his hands to kick and deliver inside 50 for them to their key forwards. Um, and then Jack Stephen, he, you know, we we predicted that he would take over Kelly's role as a midfielder for Geelong, and that definitely is going to happen. So, you know, if he if he was fit and firing, and he was quite um, quite prolific in the Marsh too, um, he's pretty much a no-brainer um, in our forward lines. Obviously, the 600k plus price bracket, the value is certainly limited. So your choices there picking players at a higher price again is limited Jeb, final thoughts on this podcast well i was going to throw a question to you Pete. who, who do you think the best um best value picks are in, in 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 each price bracket just give me one so 170k to 299k is definitely marley and pickett he's popped at the highest rank out of players there i've just listed so for me it's marley and pickett he's a no-brainer at round one and his ownership will dictate that in the second price bracket 300 to 599k it's likely Lockie Shorts for me his form in the Marsh series has sort of put us onto Shorts where previously over the preseason he really wasn't on our radar 
but with the limited amount of rookies that we have and a player that can hit a bit of a ceiling, especially for his price, he's the one for me in that price bracket. And the one for me at 600k plus is probably Stephen Canelio. I know we've got Tom Mitchell there. I think he'll be good this year on his return. But Stephen Canelio does have a huge ceiling. I think his value rating there with a projection of 115 it could be quite accurate. I think he will have a big 2020 season, Jep. Yeah, right. Interesting. Well, other than, obviously, there's big ownership numbers for um, Pickett and Canelio, but Schultz's percentage ownership at the moment sitting at 4%. So, yeah, there's one still that many listeners probably hasn't jumped on yet. So one, one value pick for everyone to note. I just think there, we know we did the rookie podcast yesterday. I just think there, we need to take a bit of a different strategy on picking our players. And Schultz does provide some flexibility if we can downgrade, if his scoring is not there in the early rounds. Your thoughts there? Yeah, well, look, it totally depends on who else presents, right? So that's where I think having a brander in our defence as a D8 is handy because we can flip Brander to our forward line, maybe bring Hayden Young as an example if he comes in rounds two or three and then look to to someone else in our defence. That's that's always an option. So, um, yeah, I think the role will be there for Lockie Schultz. I think he's on on a mission. He just looked his his work rate was you know unprecedented. So, I've, I'm ticking the box. I actually don't think he's that high risk a pick, um, but he's he's one to note. Before I close this podcast, if you would like a chance of scoring a plus six podcast cap, just retweet any podcast link that is sent out via Twitter. We're going to give some caps away on Tuesday night. On that note, we'll wrap up this podcast. Thanks for tuning in.